0: In today's episode, I want to talk about grip strength and how this might be the missing link to help you building more strength. Now, as a personal trainer and coach, it's my job to identify the weak links, the areas that need to be improved to enhance someone's physical capacity. So whether it be improving somebody's fitness or the majority of the time, what it is that I'm doing is helping people either build muscle and or strength. Okay, that's primarily what I do. But one of the reasons that people fail to get stronger is because of a weak grip. Their hands are a lot of people's limiting factor. Okay, and I wanna be upfront with you from the get-go. If you want to become physically strong, you have to lift weights. This is, in my opinion, a non-negotiable. Building strength requires you to overload your body. And one of the simplest ways to overload your body is through resistance training, i.e. weights, okay? Now, progressive overload principle states that you must increase the demands placed upon your body over time. This means you have to make some aspect of your training harder than it previously was. So it might mean lifting heavier loads, doing more reps, increasing the time under tension. So that's the duration that your muscles are working but some variable, some aspect of your training has to get harder over time. That's, that's how your body works and that's how you adapt. It's a non-negotiable. If you continue giving your body the same stimulus or the same, the same training routine over and over again, you will not change. Your body will look, feel, function exactly the same. You won't get any better, okay? Now, when it comes to lifting weights, most people just simply don't have a strong enough grip to go to the next level and handle heavier weights. So that, that's the thing that holds a lot of people back. Their hands and their grip strength just simply can't tolerate heavier weight. Okay? Soft hands, a weak grip, and no finger strength. This equates to being weak. Okay? Or it prevents you from getting stronger. As you two kind of Options there. If you're not prepared to improve and increase your grip strength, don't be surprised when you hit a plateau and wonder, how come I can't go up in weight? Maybe your hands and fingers and forearms just simply aren't strong enough to deal with those extra couple kilos or those extra few reps. Okay, Soft hands, a weak grip, and no finger strength equates to being weak. That's the way that I look at it. And think about it. The reason for this is very simple. It's very, very simple. How many exercises in the gym involve you lifting something and holding those weights in your hands? Like, think about it. It's basically all of them. Just about every exercise you do. It could be a bench press, an overhead press, chin-ups, body rows, uh, shoulder press, kettlebell cleans, kettlebell swings, even a back squat, you're holding a bar on your back. And if you think about, honestly, like I have, I have a document, I have an exercise library. This is a database of exercises, and it contains all of the different videos that I use uh, in my programming. And it's, it's literally a couple hundred videos deep at this point. But I look at that programming and that, uh, that database of exercises, and there's so many exercises that involve hands being held in the, in, in the, uh, in the hands. Uh, The weight being held in the hands, pardon me. So does it not make logical sense that, hey, if you're gonna be holding a bar in your hands, a dumbbell, a kettlebell, a sandbag, whatever it is, would it not make sense to increase the one thing that is common amongst all of those exercises? For me, it's very simple. That That makes complete sense. In order for me to execute 90% 90% of exercises better, strengthen the grip, okay? If your grip is currently weak, how far do you think you're going to get before that single element prevents you from going any further? And it is one of the simplest things you could possibly do. One of the simplest ways to increase your overall strength is to develop your grip strength. And here's a simple little test. This is a little example that you can kind of use. I want you to think about how you shake somebody's hand. Okay? Everybody's got a different handshake. Everyone's got a different style and technique, if you will. But I want you to think about when you've had a really shit handshake. You know the one I'm talking about. You get a floppy hand and a limp fish of a handshake. When I've received handshakes like that, I kind of look at the person. I'm like, how confident and how strong are you? Like, you can't even shake my fucking hand correctly. Do you know what I mean? Like, for me, I'm sorry, that's not how you shake a hand. The way you shake somebody's hand is you look them in the eye, you make a good contact with their hand, and you shake it firmly. And, yeah, there might be times where the connection isn't there or your hand overlaps or whatever. And maybe it's, you know, you take two and you do it again. But that, that's that's neither here nor there. But I, I I find that interesting is just the way people go about things, and it starts from you know something simple like a handshake. If someone's got a weak grip and a weak handshake, I'm sorry that that person is already showing displays of weakness. The same type of approach must be made in your training. Now, if you don't like uh, cursing, I'm sorry. Tough, tough shit. Um, One of the best cues, one of the cues that I use on a somewhat frequent basis um, is this. I say to my students when they're performing an exercise that will enhance the way they do it is to squeeze the fuck out of the bar. So if it's a barbell exercise, they squeeze the shit out of it. You're trying to crush that bar. If it's a kettlebell, I say, try and break the handle of the kettlebell. This is to encourage a strong grip, a better neural connection. You are getting a better connection from your brain to your body, to the weight, okay? A stronger grip will allow you to lift heavier. You're engaging more motor units, more muscle fibers, okay? By having a tighter grip, you are going to develop more muscle in that area, which will allow you to continue continue to do more reps. So let's say for example you're accustomed to doing 12 to 15 reps. If you never strengthen your grip, 12 to 15 is always going to be your limit. So what happens if I one day ask you, "All right, I want you to do 20 to 25 reps." Well, as soon as you hit that 12 to 15 range, you're going to be in struggle street. You're going to be you're going to be really having a hard time. Versus somebody who gets exposed to all different rep ranges, low reps, high reps, all of it, they're going to be more accustomed to doing that task. And this is one of the things you need to do as well. You have to develop a higher tolerance to grip work so that you can work longer on any given exercise. I mean, honestly, who wouldn't want to last longer? Hey, now. Um... (laughs) Moving on, um, I that last part is, is very true though, is we have what is called a tissue tolerance. Your muscles have a capacity and a threshold. And if you don't push it to those thresholds, they will not increase. You will have a point where you can no longer continue going. You'll get basically a point that's like, stop, that's my limit. So you actually have to push this, you have to stretch it, you have to lengthen out your tolerance to these exercises that stress the gripping muscles. But I do wanna talk about probably the main reason people don't work on their grip. The the main reason that people actively avoid grip training or strengthening their gripping muscles is primarily, in my opinion, because it's so hard. Not in terms of actual execution or difficulty uh, of execution, it's fairly simple. You grip onto something, but I mean, it's it's actually very difficult. It's it can be quite painful. So if you've ever had a forearm pump, like you know Arnold talks about the pump, you know you get all this rush of blood into a localized muscle or area. If you've ever experienced this pump in the forearms, you know it's excruciatingly painful. You know, especially when you're doing high rep work or endurance-based lifts, like farmers or suitcase carries. Those types of exercises, they're not easy. They're they're actually really difficult. They're fucking hard to do. One of the exercises that I sometimes put in um, my students' wads, so it's a bit of a conditioning component we do after our main strength work, is a barbell forearm roll-up. This is where I have a barbell in the rack. I attach a band around the bar so it can rotate. And the band is also attached to a kettlebell. And the goal of this exercise is to place your arms straight out in front of you and you grip onto the bar. And the goal is to roll your wrists forwards. So you're basically using the bar as a wrist roller and that eventually rolls up the kettlebell off the ground towards the bar. And we can either do that for time or reps. If you've ever done an exercise like this, you know exactly the sensation that I'm referring to here where you're continually rolling the arms or the wrists and it's basically it's inflating the forearms. The forearm flexors are working extremely hard to get that weight off the ground and keep it going up towards the bar. Or if you've ever done some heavy carries, you've picked up a a medium to heavy set of kettlebells and taken them for a walk for either time or distance, you know you get to a point and you're like, I actually think I'm going to drop these. I think they're gonna fall out of my hands. Again, tissue tolerance. You need both. You need both styles of this training. You need to lift heavy weight for low reps. You need a moderate to heavy weight for high reps and endurance as well. You need both. You can't just stay in your comfortable eight to 10 or 12 rep range. You need both sides of the spectrum. Do some heavy deadlifts. You know, one, two, three, four or five reps. Maybe you're doing some slow eccentrics on an RDL. So that's where you start with the bar and you lift it out of the rack and you slowly hinge back, and maybe there's even a pause there to expose those muscles, all of the muscles, to an increased time under tension. You need that. You need the heavy weight in your hands, but you also need the high rep work, and you need the endurance work, okay? So for high rep work, you might be wondering, what's a good exercise for that, Jesse? Well, body roses is a terrific exercise for you to do. You lie underneath a bar that's in the rack. You bridge your hips up to connect your lower body to upper body and engage the core. And you pull yourself up towards that bar as many times as you can. That's a fantastic uh, show of endurance. But again, you need both. You can't just do one type of training because then you'll go so far towards one end of the spectrum. And if you ever get exposed to the other side of the spectrum, you're going to be terrible at it. You're going to suck because you haven't practiced that side of things. I hope that makes sense so far. Um, So my, my advice for you, moving forward, this is my advice to you. Start every single lift with a solid grip. It does not matter if it is a dumbbell chest press. It could be a bicep curl. It might be a set of bent over rows, or T bar rows, or chin ups, or even a back squat. Start the weight with your setup. Start the set with your setup, a solid, firm grip. Don't just curl your fingers around the bar and let it sit there. Unless having a very tight grip is counterproductive for what you're actually trying to achieve. Because there are times for that as well. But you need to own that weight. Grab that bar, grab that dumbbell, grab that kettlebell, squeeze it tight, own it. And this means that every single finger is involved. Hold up your hand and splay your fingers. You've got five fingers. Okay, so when you're doing your grip training or exercises, it's not just the middle finger, the index finger and the thumb. That is a big mistake and it's very common. People use the largest fingers because they think that's all I need. The other ones can just kind of come along for the ride. Well, no, they cannot. They're connected on your hand, so you must use them, okay? The common mistake is people using all the fingers except for the little guy, the pinky. This is a tip I got many years ago when I attended a bench press seminar from a world-class, so elite level bench presser. uh, Bench presses over 300, or did back then, over 300 kilograms. One of the things he taught us on the day was the power of the little finger. So we'd set up on the bench, he would go through all the technique and he would encourage everybody to squeeze the bar as hard as possible with their pinky. We do not have any energy links when we perform a heavy bench press. That's what he was trying to get across to us. If you're not squeezing the bar with your pinky, that's a lack of stability, that's a lack of energy, which we could be using to apply to the bar to lift heavier weights. See the connection there? That's what we want. No energy leaks. No muscles getting a free ride. No finger gets left unworked. They're all working. They're all trying to achieve the goal of making you a stronger individual. So if you want a strong grip, use all five fingers. That's what they're there for. If you're doing hangs, so if you're hanging from a chin up bar, squeeze tightly. Your shoulders, you might even be just doing a passive hang to decompress your spine or improve your shoulder mobility, that's fine, but squeeze onto that bar. That's an opportunity for you to develop your grip strength. Um, one of the things that I thoroughly enjoy, this is one of the, the, the perks of uh, my job, is I get to really make sure that people are working to the level that I know that they're capable of. So. Let's take, for example, that hang. I've got uh, a student hanging from the chin-up bar. I might go over to that person and start trying to pull their fingers open. And you might be thinking, geez, Jess, you're a bit of a hard ass, eh? Well, yeah, I am. (laughs) I have high standards, but I'm doing it for the reason that I want the grip to be active, not passive. If I can easily start opening the fingers, it means that their grip is not fully engaged. It means, again, that there are energy leaks. We are not recruiting every single finger and therefore all of the muscles of the fingers and forearms. Okay? And I remember vividly, I still remember when I was doing my snatch test, when I was doing my SFG level one certification So the snatch test, for those who don't know what a snatch is, this is where you have a kettlebell. So the standard for the snatch test, you have a 24 kilo bell, and you have to do 100 reps in five minutes. So you can break it up as you want, but you're gonna get it around 50 reps on your left and 50 on your right, thereabouts. But anyway, the snatch is where you have the kettlebell on the floor, and then you have to hike the kettlebell between the legs and then drive the hips through and punch the kettlebell up overhead in one uninterrupted motion. You have to do 100 of those. So once it comes off the ground, you can keep going, but it goes back between the legs and then finishes back up overhead. You've gotta do 100 reps in five minutes. I remember, I, I basically fell to the ground, I lay down, I was gassed, my heart felt like it was gonna explode and my forearms were cooked. It's like somebody had put my arms in, like, it's like somebody's inflated them. They've got a pump and they've just filled them with air, filled them with blood. And I could hardly move my hands. My my fingers were absolutely exhausted from having to hold onto the bell so I didn't lose the grip and I could finish the rep cleanly overhead because I knew every single rep counted, every rep mattered. And if I didn't do it to the standard required, I'd have to do more reps. So I made sure that I owned each snatch and I completed it to the standard it needed to be. But I remember at the end, my forearms were absolutely fucked. And I couldn't have done those 100 reps if I didn't maximize my grip in my training leading up to that test. Heavy swings, high rep rep swings, carries, chin-ups, even doing your bench press. Think about your grip. Is it an active grip? Is Is it as tight as you can be? Can you grip the bar harder? tighter, firmer. And what you'll find is more often than not, the answer will be yes. And that means you have more strength to give. That means you have more kilos that you can add to the bar or the next dumbbell up you can lift. Every exercise is a chance for you to develop the link which connects you to that weight. It doesn't matter the tool. Every exercise, every rep, every set is a chance for you to develop your grip strength. And I encourage that you treat it as such. It's not just, oh, I'll try and get this over, over and done with this quickly as possible. No, no. Doesn't matter if you're doing 10 reps, eight reps, five reps, one rep. Every rep matters. Every rep matters. Do not let your grip strength be the reason that you can't lift the heavier weights or perform your reps correctly. And I see people do this a lot because their hands and their grip give out. They think, I've only got two reps, my grip's, you know, I'm losing my grip, my form's struggling, but I've only got two reps, I'll just finish them with shit form. No, unacceptable. And there's an easy fix. It was a simple fix. Strengthen the fingers, strengthen the forearms. So before I let you guys go, so you can start implementing this into your own training. Remember this, a weak grip means you are weak. Toughen your hands up, strengthen your grip and watch all of your numbers go up. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.